good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, everybody, depending on what time you're listening to this. This is Craig Antonucci of BPA Quality, and you are listening to or watching the inaugural episode of Voice of the Customer. So this is how this podcast came to be. We were, we were looking at doing a podcast about customer experience because everything that we do at BPA Quality is about the customer experience. We help clients with customer experience. And uh, we were having a little trouble getting industry experts that work for large organizations to join us because of confidentiality. So we thought, what's a better way to do this? And a better way to do this is, well, let's just talk to their customers. So here today, I have with me one of my good friends, Henry Scalfo, who is one of those people who is a customer. And he's going to talk a little bit to us about what it means for him to be a customer. So the people out listening to this in the industry can hear directly from the source what they need to do in order to please people like you. So welcome to the show, Henry. Hey, Craig. Thanks. Thanks for asking me. All right. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Henry. Where, where, well, where are you from? Uh, where'd you grow up? Get a little background so we know what you're um, Southern New Jersey. Uh, pretty much lived here most of my life. There was a time I lived in Switzerland, but uh, that was brief. That was for work. I heard the rumor. But, yes. uh, lived here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a rumor. There was a, no, but South Jersey, uh, grew up in uh, a contracting family, electrical contracting company. Okay. So uh, something ingrained in me from the beginning was always just working with people and we always had customers that we had to satisfy. So I had that experience of what it's like to be on, uh, to be on the service side, to be able to take care of a customer. And that was just part of the family business. And then so, eventually broke off on my own, own company now. So. Okay. So you grew up in a family business. Now you own your own business. So you know what it's like to deal with customers. You know, we find that a lot of times when we're listening to calls, a lot of people who are dealing with customers act a little bit differently than they do as they act as a customer. So talk to me a little bit about how you are as a customer. You know what it's like to be a business person and deal with your customers. But, you know, what, what does somebody who's dealing with you, what should they expect? What makes you pleased with the experience and what really gets you upset that's that's a good question um for me i think it, it's just simple simple communication uh i'd like to be recognized that i'm in their presence that's always important depending on the situation and uh who the, the where I'm buying or whatever I'm doing, whoever I'm working with. Uh, just a simple honesty. I like to communicate with people and I want them to communicate back. I want friendly service. I want honest service. Uh, no attitudes. There's that's tough maybe, in New Jersey. Maybe in the middle. <laughs> it's tough in New Jersey, but yeah. there's uh you can go into a place sometimes and you just you see that maybe the clerk or somebody they've got a little attitude or either they're either sticking their nose up at you, you know, looking down at you, or if they know more than you, it's why you're there is because you want their expert advice uh, rather than share it with you in a, in a, in a way that makes you feel comfortable. It's condescending, but that's not a good experience to me. Right. So yeah, just for me, it's just simple honesty. If I'm jovial, I hope they're jovial too. And, and that's typically what makes it good good for me. And then obviously knowing their their craft or their product or whatever it is and sure. giving me information that's useful. Sure. Excellent. So it sounds like you're you're 
driving that opinion from a couple personal experiences. Do you have any examples that you could share with us with specific companies or organizations that you've recently dealt with that you had a good and bad experience with and maybe what they could have done to fix it or done better? I, there, well, there's, as far as a, a great outstanding customer experience, there's one, it's a, it's a, a small company though here uh, in, on the East Coast and it's a, it's a wine company. It's a retail wine shop, if I talk about that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody, everybody okay. that will watch this podcast and listen to this likes wine, trust me. Especially since they're uh, at home. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got my glass right off, right off camera here. So. Excellent. So I'm prepared. Uh, Years back in my uh, early adventures into wine, somebody told me about this boutique wine shop in New Jersey. And can I say their name? Yeah, absolutely. I prefer you do. Okay, it's Moore Brothers Wine Company in Pensalkin. Okay. And they also have a place in, in Brooklyn, New York and Wilmington, Delaware now. So it came highly recommended. I walked into the store and I was greeted uh, exactly the way anybody would want to be greeted. It was, hello, welcome. Is there anything we can help you with? So they asked what my, my tastes and preferences were. And at the time, they're very different then than they are now. I explained what I was looking for and they took me right to the, uh, the wines and told me about the wines. So I was educated while I was there and there was no condensation, no snootiness about it. It was just a nice conversation. Sure. And we all communicated so well what blew my mind was they said, you seem like someone who's, who's really interested and passionate about wine and wants to learn. They walked over and said, here's a wine that's unlike anything we spoke about, but I think you would like it. Take it home. It's on us. Wow. I thought they were joking at first and they said, no, we're totally serious because this wine is different than everything you explained uh, that you've been drinking and we think you're going to like it. Let us know. And I left and that wine was absolutely fabulous. And I, and from there it just, it grew and it got to a point where uh, I was such a customer that I eventually became a part-time employee. So because of that customer experience, it was a win-win where uh, I got to, to continue to learn by working with them part-time and they got the use of my labor. So that so, was, that was just something that blew my mind at the time that they actually offered me this bottle of wine. Now, whether that's, legal or whether they're going to get in trouble for that. I don't know. I hope not. Yeah. Well, if there's, we'll put the disclaimer on there. You became a, a venture employee. So this, this happened well before you became well-versed in wine, right? So yeah, this was in my early stages. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So they, they took you by the hand. That's great. So tell me about something on the other side. So tell me something about that wasn't a great experience and maybe what they could have done to improve it. Uh, well, I, a few of those but there's one that comes to mind because it's the most one of the most recent and that has to do with a just a simple a, a doctor's appointment okay that i had i'm not going to say the doctor or, or the That's name fine. but the experience is relevant i think and <clears throat> i was experiencing a, a situation where i needed to see the doctor immediately and it had to do with issues of the heart so they said, yes, you can come in right away. And this is a doctor I had been seeing several times before. Was it a total eclipse of the heart or? <sighs> Not this day. 
No. All right. Well, at least it wasn't that serious then. <laughs> no, nothing serious about it at all. <laughs> Actually, it was it was quite serious. And so they said, come in right away. Well, what happened was between the time I saw them in the past and the time I walked in the door, my insurance had changed. Oh. And this was not, my new insurance was not one that they uh, supported. So I walked in and I met the, the girl at the front desk and she was very territorial. And she said, well, we don't take this insurance. I'm like, okay, but this is urgent. You guys called me in right away. The doctor said, get in here. I need to see the doctor, you know, right away. I'll, I'll give you cash. Sure. I'll write you a check. No, no, we won't accept that. You have to have the insurance and we don't take your insurance. I said, do you realize the doctor told me to get in here? And I'm now I'm getting louder and I'm like, you're causing me stress and I really don't want this stress right now. And it was escalating. And she said, well, why don't you just go to the hospital? You should just go to the yard. Oh my. And fortunately, someone else in the office up front heard the exchange, went in the back and got the office manager. And I saw them talking in the background and the office manager came over and asked her, the woman at the front who was causing the uh, drama, to stop. She pulled me aside and said that the doctor said, we'll see you, we'll work out whatever financials or anything else on the side. And the experience with the doctor was great. Uh, you know, we talked about insurance. We had some jokes. He took good care of me. But what they turned that, it was a terrible experience. I mean, I was, my nerves, you know how you, you get when you're get sure. really passionate about something or something becomes that heated. And it was very important to me. I could see your body language is getting excited right now. Yeah, I'm trying to keep about it calm. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not dropping any F-bombs or anything. So I'm, I'm keeping it calm. Well, that's good. This is a G-rated show. Well, I'll try to kick it up a little, maybe PG-13 or something. There you go. So anyway, what, what was good, though, is that the office manager saw what was going on. And she came in and she fixed the situation and alleviated everything. And then the uh, front desk person kind of disappeared when I was on my way out. But some of the other staff came up and they apologized for her and for that, for that treatment. Um, sadly, or... Better, better or worse, either way, I had to go find a different cardiologist that took uh, the, the insurance that I had. Right. So that was one of those uh, weird experiences that, that they turned it around. And here's one uh, with an Airbnb that was not turned around or corrected or rectified. Uh, a couple oh, so years we got back, two bad experiences we're going to share. Oh, I'm going to go negative here. No, well, uh, the, the statistics say that people find it easier to complain about things than they do give credit for good things. So you are falling right in line with human nature. So we verify that you are, in fact, human. Yes, because we, we remember that hot stove when we touch it. So. <laughs> um, we had a small bungalow in, in San Diego, California. Family went out there. My son was out there living out there at the time, my daughter also. So we... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My son was out there for college. My daughter was still in New Jersey. So we, my wife and I and my daughter, we all went out. And uh, my son-in-law at the time, we went out to California. We stayed at this nice little bungalow. There's another little bungalow right next to it, small little place. It was cute, adorable, nothing fancy. Did the job. Well, what happened was I went out hiking. Uh, they all went to some CrossFit event, and while I'm in the mountains, I get a call from the B&B host 
that said, oops, um, hey, I accidentally double booked this weekend, uh, the bungalow that you're in. There's a wedding party that's in the other bungalow and they're supposed to also be, all the guests from the wedding are supposed to be in the one that you're in. Oh my. You know what, you're, you're freaking kidding me. So in my mind, I'm thinking of the wedding. I'm not really thinking of him too much. I said, well, listen, he said, I'll put you up in another place. I got another place for you. So I hike down off the mountain. I go all the way back. I pack up everybody's luggage and pack it into the car. The guy sent his father to help, which was very nice. Packed up, we get to the other place. It doesn't have some of the amenities that we, that we needed, but it was another place. We, we hustled, we really went out of our way to help him, the host, save face with the wedding party. You know, I could, I could have said, screw you, I'm staying there. You know, I've got the contract, but I thought of what's the greater thing? Somebody's getting married, this is the last thing they need is, is a bunch of drama. What's it for me? I can pack up some stuff and move to a different place. Sure. So he said, no, I'll make it right, I'll make it right. Well, when it came time to make it right, he never made it right. And the only thing he offered was, well, I got you a different place. And you can even see the beach from where you, where I moved you to. <laughs> so he tried to legitimize it. Yeah. And of course there was some expletives that came out, out of my mouth and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? We, right. You know what we did through it to help you save face. And all you do is sell while we had a better view. So you think you're clear. So that was, that was not a, not a good experience. And of course, you know, like you said, we tend to have, quite a few of those. Yeah. So it sounds like there's a common theme in your style as being a customer to where you want to be heard. You want people to listen to you so they can pick up on what's important to you and what's not important to you. And you want to be dealt with straight up. You don't want to be jerked around. You want to want the the good news, the bad news, and what's the outcome in the deal. Is that that about nail it what you're looking for as a customer? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. It's, and I think there's the in integrity, the honesty part of it is, is important to me. Yeah, sure. Don't, uh, as you know, somebody used to say, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> just just be, tell me the truth. You know, that's, and that circumstance was not very honest. But there's, just be polite. Just be professional. Uh, take a step back. You know, there's other experiences where it, would have been so simple of an exchange and pleasant if they just did X yeah. you know, and, and rather sometimes they're more focused on saving face or posturing or, or maybe they're just having a miserable day and they don't like their job and they want to let you know it. And I don't, you know, I, you don't want to go and do business with a place like that. Yeah, no doubt. You're having a bad day when well, you, you really need, that's not my problem, you know, Let's try to make your day better. How can we make your day better? So, I don't, but yeah, I think you, you, you nailed it. Very good. So everybody out there in the world listening to this, you heard what uh, Henry had to say as far as what's important to him. And I'm sure what he has to say is important to a lot of your customers out there. So if you want more information about this conversation or conversations like this, come to our website at bpaquality.com and we're going to have these all stored there so you can listen to hopefully dozens and hundreds of customers tell you exactly what makes them tick, just like Henry today. So Henry, thanks so much for taking your time to do this for us and uh, have a wonderful day. 
Enjoy your wine. Have a great year. There you go. Please, 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 please